Introducing the new HyperX Cloud Stinger 2. The Stinger 2 is a refined evolution of the classic Cloud Stinger and keeps the fan favorite 90 degree rotating ear cups, comfortable memory foam cushions, and the swivel to mute microphone. It also features two years of DTS Headphone X activation for upgraded sound localization, all while keeping the great price of the original Stinger. That's right, get the new Cloud Stinger 2 for only 50 bucks. Now isn't that nice? Available online at Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, and of course, HyperX.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Brian, you doing all right? You're out of breath and your eyes are pretty red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I I don't know. I turned around real fast earlier and and accidentally looked at the sun. Dude, I hate when that happens. Sounds like you need a new pair of sunnies. Have you heard about Gooder? Gooder? What's Gooder? Gooder's better than better. They're Gooder. They're the best sunglasses you can get for an affordable price. Are those Gooder sunglasses? Because they look pretty good. Oh, yeah. These are my favorite. I pickled these myself. I thought someone else made them and sent them to you. They've got a lot of different styles and with a lot of different names. Uh, fun ones like I pickled these myself or look, Ma, no hands. Okay. What can I do to get a pair of those glasses? Well, Brian, if you just go to gooder.com slash chat and use the offer code chat at checkout, you can get free shipping off your first order. That's gooder.com, G-O-O-D-R.com. Oh, well, all right. I think I might do just that. Gooder has stylish sunnies starting at only $25 a pair with one-year warranty, 30-day free returns, 100% satisfaction guarantee, and Gooder is 100% carbon neutral. To get free shipping on your first pair, go to gooder.com slash chat and use offer code chat. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. In our last episode, we finished a dungeon. We went back and looked at some of the treasure chests we opened with our magic cubes on the ground when we remembered to hit those cubes with our light beams. Uh, oh, right. When we remember to remember hit your that. cubes, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Only Public you disclaimer. can hit goddess cubes. <laughs> Uh, in this episode, we are ready to go see a brand new area. So in order to do that, we do have to take our stone slab back to the goddess statue and go to the area. Go back underneath. to the basement. Yeah, go back Go back to the, the secret sword basement. Uh, Fi's home, I guess. Her, her yeah. basement apartment. Her studio. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty roomy for a studio. You can put a lot of stuff in there. Hmm. Um, but, it's like an actual studio, you know. <laughs> we uh we put that in there that opens up a new beam of light and with that we can go down to the elden volcano yeah so we can go ahead and fly out and we can go to the elden volcano 
you go to that little spot, drop in. Still does that weird thing. I don't like it. The fact that like the music cuts out and you just have the whirring noise of like the wind as you're like falling down there. It's just strange to me. I don't know. Just a picky thing. Because you really only have to get close enough to to hop off in its vicinity. And so well, like as the music dies out, to be be the game's way of being like, okay, now it's safe. Yeah. In the same way where in like Wind Waker, I would have this game of like stopping my sail and trying to just like coast into where I wanted to be. Yeah. This one, I'd try to do it where I'm like as close to the ground as I can on a platform before I like bail off of the bird. <laughs> and it's just like this quick thing where I'm just like, like off the bird, uh, uh, the sail thing and then hit the ground like as quickly as possible. Because when you yeah. don't do that, when you have a lot of uh, a, a lot of vertical space to fall, with especially with those motion controls, you can accidentally just be like, "Oh, I'm just throwing Link to the bottom right of the screen now," and he just totally missed the thing. Yeah, you can mess it up pretty bad. With the beacon, though, at least if you're inside it when you jump out, like there is no falling. A cutscene just starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, like with the with the green one, I, I first was trying to fly exactly to the opening at the bottom of the clouds and was having problems with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get down here. Fi does her thing of explaining the the topography of this area or whatever. Just like, let me go ahead and give you a lesson of the the history of this land here uh, about how it's sixty five percent lava. Uh, which honestly, I don't know. That's not that's not too bad. Really? Yet. A um, mere 65%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when we get in there, we do meet a new creature here. These are the Mogmas, and they are like mole creatures. And they, yeah. they immediately confuse us for someone else. But they they, they call us, they, they say they're on the lookout for red creatures. Yeah, the red tunic people. Yeah, which at the time yeah. I didn't. I was confused. I was like, "Who are we? Who are they talking about?" Uh, eventually, we find out it's just the Bacoblins. They're red. any base level Zelda enemy is red. Is yeah. red, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it's confusing because we're gonna meet these weird fireworm things, and you see them before you see the Bacoblins, I think, and they're also red. And then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the enemies in this area are red. So mm-hmm. it's unclear when they say red creatures what they mean until you see the Bacoblins and you're like, oh, okay. Right, right. They do mention that the red creatures have swords and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, everything's everything's red. Now, this is, this is a big problem with this game of just how it feels level-based, right? It does not feel like other Zeldas where you feel like you are like necessarily like traveling in a world. Like we picked the lava level and now we're here mm-hmm. but this lava level is is really big and there's a lot of a lot of things to do and explore through here that almost it, it felt like a dungeon length on its own okay Alnuma. okay all right fine <laughs> I, just, I just feel like that you could say that about like most of these i said that about skyloft earlier where it's like yeah it's pretty big there's a lot to do there it's still Mm-hmm. weird there's a lot of people to talk to in skyloft there aren't a lot of mm-hmm. things to do necessarily mm-hmm. it's like running up and just talking to people there there are there are things to look around and you have to figure out how to like get a bomb somewhere or something like that or you know 
go go around someplace and then eventually you'll find a slide that takes you to this other place and you know i'm just saying there's a lot to it where in the past zelda games you would get to a region like this and it would be just sort of like a straightforward thing like i'm thinking of the volcano in twilight princess where we did end up talking to a bunch of gorons but it was practically a singular path that you went all the way up to the volcano Mm -hmm. and at least this one you have to actually look at the map occasionally to just be like okay where am I here? And even the map gives you hints as to as to certain things. We're like, okay, there's a treasure chest up on a ledge. If I look at the map, the map actually tells me I can go around this way and fall in this hole, and that will give me that treasure chest. So it's like the, there, these there areas are, are fun. That, yes, yes. Um, when I when I'm laying out the these podcasts um, of like how we're breaking up episodes, I always get worried when I see something like this where it's just like getting to the temple where I'm like, this could be really quick, right? Like this could be something where we just have a cut scene where we talk to a few people and they open a door for us and we just have to like run back and grab one thing for them, give it to them, and then we're in. At least with this, yeah. it's it's substantial. And that's that's what I wanted to point out where it's not, it doesn't make this game great, but it it's not a detriment to it. <laughs> Right. So um, these are a new race. The Magma only exists in Skyward Sword. But, and I know we've only met two so far, but did you notice anything about them? They have wonderful hair. Yes. They're all named after rocks. Yeah! (laughs) They're all named after rock types, which Mm -hmm. is fun. The first two we meet are Cobalt and Lead. (laughs) Yeah, I can, here, I've got the names of them here. They're so so good. We have Bronzy, mm-hmm. Kobol, mm-hmm. Gulb, G-U-L-D, Gulb. <laughs> That's just when you're trying to say gold as you're drinking water. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, quartz with a K, Lead, Murko, so Mercury, I guess, or, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Sure. Uh, then there, there's, there's Knackle. Which there's certain parts of the of the U.S. I'm sure pronounced nickel knackle. Mm. <laughs> oh, nickel knackles. Uh, Platts, Silva, Tito, uh, Zank, and then there's Mister Tubert. Zank. Yep. Zank's good. I like Mister what? Mister Tubert. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Am I, I missing something there? I don't get that one. Uh, it's a tube. magma tube. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> God, they're dumb. I love them so I'm just much. Tube in. <laughs> right. So did did we run into a Goron earlier? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was looking at all the weird old stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Because I was thinking about how, like, oh, these must be what become the Gorons one day, and then I was like, nope. wait a minute, we we met one. Okay. Uh, apparently, Gorons are one of the most ancient creatures, because we even see that in the battle with the goddess, where that we do see a Goron with her, and so okay. like that is possibly one of the the founding creatures of the world here. Um, we, I don't think that's ever really been talked about of the the legend of the Gorons. No, because this we're Tegan. in we're in post. Ter- I I assume we're in post uh, timeline territory. But yes, Tegan. Yeah, we're uh, we are oh, way in post ter- timeline territory for sure. But um, yeah, the Gorons are some of the oldest races, which is really fun. Like 
when you're trying to like piece together like when like who made what sort of thing because each um, they're just always there right exactly but in uh in ocarina of time specifically it's implied that each um goddess ended up creating like a race that also coincided with their values and then it's just like, well, this doesn't, that doesn't fit any of this, so. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Yeah, fun, uh, though. Weird fun. <laughs> yeah. Weird fun, yes. Um, yeah, so we can we can go explore around here. Uh, it was mentioned earlier, we come across these salamander creatures. And they, as soon as they see us, they run off and they go and hide in a, in a hole somewhere. And they will just, like, blow fire out. And this is where yeah. we start our our fun new mechanic of how we deal with bombs. Um, BC, go ahead. Just just lead the discussion here. How what, we have two ways of of tossing bombs now. So you interact with bombs the same way you interact with barrels and some of the other things you can lift. So you can lift them above your head and you can throw them, or you can hold them low and roll them along the ground. When you lift or lower a bomb or barrel, it shows you a trajectory of where that bomb is supposed to go. Theoretically, mm. where that bomb is supposed to go. <laughs> it works really well for um it works really well for throwing bombs because you can see, okay, this is the arc that the bomb is gonna take. Yep. This is where it's gonna land. But when you're rolling bombs, if you try and curve it or like turn a little bit. You can turn, and it shows you this like huge hook on where yeah. you're about to roll the bomb. That isn't real. It's not real at all. So like, uh, maybe not in your like. I've been able to I, curve the bomb, no problem. So uh, I think it depends on how hard you roll it. But Brian, you and I aren't using the button control, so I think this is. I think there's a discrepancy there. Oh, okay. I think okay, there fair. might be an. There's a different technique kind of that's involved with it that I don't know if it's yeah. maybe not clear because I've had no problem like you know curving the curving it a bit and getting something around a corner on there I don't it, it's not like a total 90 degree turn but it's something where like if I'm at an angle looking at those this little little hole in the wall I can still curve it enough and then throw it my issue is that I will be in a rolling motion and then I will flick it, and then Link just holds the bomb above his head. He's like, oh, you want to throw it now? And I'm like, no, we were ready to bowl. And then you just decided to not do that. No, my problem is the arrow literally shows a line. It shows a line on the ground, and that's not where the bomb goes. It is not where the bomb goes. That's true. Yeah. It's really, really hard to bowl accurately with the button controls. A hundred percent. Like, that's oh, a problem. Uh, That's a problem I had too. If I really had to get something like, if I had to like squeeze it in there, I would switch to the motion controls just because it was way easier to do it that way. Oh man! Okay. <laughs> and, and the other problem, I don't know if you've had this problem, Tegan, is sometimes, especially when I'm lowering the bombs, mm -hmm. if I don't release or like hit the button exactly right. He'll just end up either setting the bomb down or just going back to holding it. And I'll be like, all right, roll. And then I don't roll it. Or I just like set a bomb down on the ground next to my feet. Yeah, you're like, like you're like, roll. Just kidding. Run away. <laughs> it's like yep. you're training a puppy. 
It's like you start to figure some things out where you're just like, oh, look, it's sitting. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and try this. And you're just like, okay, sit. <laughs> sit. Sit. Okay, you're sitting. Okay, good. Here. No, no, sit. All right. Okay, no, go, go catch it. No, no, it's over here. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like the same kind of thing where you think you got it for a second. You start to be like, oh, okay, this is what they want me to do. And then you're like, I did it. But Link decided to do something else. Oh, the bomb exploded and he launched into the air and fell into the lava. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, his sword came out. Oh, and I've triggered three bombs around me. Yes. There are definitely a couple of clips from when I was playing this on Twitch where I like, I'm doing a thing. I'm like, I know how to play a Zelda game. And then I immediately die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, I don't know how to play this one, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I do feel I, in a weird way. <laughs> this is just a dumb joke. Um the way that you like have to juggle your items in your pocket sometime where you're like, okay, I want to get my net out. Oh no, I've got my beetle out and he's looking up to the top, right. And he keeps spinning around. It's like, if you were carrying that many things around you, it would be a struggle to just be like, okay, where, which pocket did I put that in? Okay. Let me pull this out. No, no, the beetles, Oh, the beetles going. Oh no. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, and it's like the B button is Nintendo's cancel button. Um, and so that's how you put your item away. Once you take it out, you take it out with the B button, you put it away with the B button and, and then you usually fire it with the A button or something. And so, yeah, I'm like lined up. Here comes Beatles flying house. Here it comes ready to shoot it. And then I put my slingshot away. Like, Mm no. (laughs) Yeah. So we go through here. Uh, we do come across one part. I got real confused with it because. You uh you get these there's some bombs and then there is a row of I guess it's I guess they're bones. It's yeah, like a bone yeah. platform bridge thing that as you mm-hmm. as you walk across it, they do like sink down. And the the idea is that you're supposed to bomb an area at the end of it that will release some lava. One of those magmas told you that I missed that part and kept walking around and was like I know something's up here. I had to I had to like read the design of the area to figure it out because I'm like, he said something and I missed it. And it's like nothing else is coming back up in here. And I am not talking to Fi. Uh so <laughs> You transformed like, into that guy on Dragon Roost Island who's like, I came here for a job application, but I don't know how to get up there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just him now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just wandering um, around going, hmm, something is different. <laughs> something, hmm, let me see. But yeah, so I figured out, I was just like, okay, something is here with the bombs that I have to get the bombs across to there. That little lava thing looks a little different. Maybe there's something with the bombs. And so you do have to bowl the bombs uh, like across there and then they'll eventually hit it. That'll drain the lava that lets you go into like the center area here. Um, now I, I'm assuming the guy just told you all that, right? Like, was that, was that like clear to all of you? He doesn't say you have to roll it, but he does tell you, uh, don't touch this plug. Cause I just flooded this area to keep the red, the bacoblins out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Missed but I, so I was like, all right, I'm not going to touch that then. And I kept going. Cause it, cause I tried to roll a bomb across this, this bridge. That's the first thing I did. Before I even talked to the guy, I was okay. like, oh, look at this. There's bombs here. There's a pathway. I should probably try and rolling them. But it, it didn't work, and it kept hitting the the bumpers on the side of the lane and, and like, slow. I was like, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll, whatever. And then he just confused me further, and I kept moving. 
So. Brian, did you forget we are we are Link? We are a natural disaster. If someone tells us not to do something, we have to do it. We have to destroy it. That, <laughs> is, like, that good... is how every game is. I was like, man, that's a good plan. We're keeping them out that way. I will find the other secret way in. Good call, my friend. <laughs> the secret way only I can get in because I am the hero of this game. <laughs> we don't even open up a secret way. We just ruin the lava so that we can open up some air jets and pop in a different way. Mm. We just... We just hopped across the gap by ruining their defenses. At one point, I gave the game way too much credit and tried pouring a bottle of water onto the lava, thinking a platform would form. <laughs> this isn't Wind Waker. Oh, that I, know, that I know. Way early I know. in Wind Waker. How cool would that be, though, right? That would have been so good. <laughs> someone should remind someone on the Zelda team, hey, remember when you guys did this for like two seconds in that one game and it was really cool and you didn't do it again? Remember when everybody actually liked Wind Waker because it was a good game? <laughs> Maybe did they do yeah. that breath? Did they do anything like that in Breath of the Wild? Could you no. do something no. with the lava? No. Maybe we haven't figured that out yet. Maybe that's what those X's are in 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 the mountain. No, the X's are nothing. Um. Anyway, we go through there. That does open sort of a main area up that you can drop down. Now this was annoying because if you walk slowly to an edge, Link will hang down, right? Mm-hmm. And if you let go. While you're hanging through this, which is like sort of a it's a it's a warp point that takes you to a new area, right? Uh, it does like sort of a loading section through there. If you jump off and do your like free fall, you can control where Link is going. If you are hanging and you let go, Link will just drop like a stone all the way to the bottom, all the way down. <laughs> and I did that when you load in. When you load into the next area, he just drops. It skips all the stuff. It's like, yeah. no, you're just down there now. And I'm like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> There's no reason that I would want to come this way. Um, so I went up and down this thing because there is a uh, like a natural air vent that takes you back to up again that you can do the free fall because there's a few platforms for you to hit there. Um, yeah, one has a chest with. I think some rupees, and then the mm-hmm. other one I landed on after that just had a lava chew. Right. Okay. There's Yikes. one that has a goddess stone, and then there's one that has a little patch of dirt that we haven't interacted with yet. Okay, cool. Um, And, yeah, we'll, we will get to that in a moment. So we we go through there, and uh, eventually we, we come into some more magmas. One of them is just like... Oh, there's these guys. Those red guys are over here. And if you go and kill them, which this is where I think we get the first uh, mention of the, I don't know what you want to call them, the the Bacoblin with a horn that can the summon heralds? more Bacoblins. Yeah, heralds. Yeah, yeah. Um, where if you don't take care of them, you'll keep hearing the horn and they will keep coming back. So you have to go and find that one, take it out, and then you can take care of the rest. Uh, which is I think cool. we've I seen like them with the horns before, but it's been more of a once they see you, it aggro's everybody. It's yeah, that's but this yeah, one. That's, it seems like they just keep coming forever. So. That's true. I guess we didn't. I didn't see if we came across that. If I didn't, if I spared him and then took out the rest of them, if he would blow his horn again and more would show up. I guess I yeah, we we I didn't know. try that out. I had a ton of fun in this room. This room is absolutely goofy and bonkers. Because uh, now they're bacoblins who have these big club oh, sure. mallet yeah. things, mm-hmm. and 
One, if they hit you, it's the dumbest thing ever because you fly 20 feet away. Um, <laughs> you just cartoon, like comic book, fly away from them. But they can't, they can hit you if you're above them. But they're also just really bad at it. So I climbed on top of a ledge. And I was just down swinging into their heads. And they keep walking <laughs> to the sides. And I'm just like swinging down and hitting them in the top of their heads. Uh, it's and like then playing a zombie one, video like, game. Tapped me. <laughs> yeah, one tapped me through like the the corner of the ledge. And I just yeah. flew to the other side of the room. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, after this, we get a new item. What's the item, Tegan? It's Diggy Gloves. <gasps> Yay! Filthy yeah. moles. I yelled for joy. You get digging gloves, and they're very fun. Uh, I think they're called mole gloves or something. They're digging mitts. That's what they are. Yeah. Yes. And they let you dig into the little dirt piles that have the X on them. Wow! They're not as cool as the Minish Cap, you know. No, ones. they're not nearly as satisfying. Not at but all. But that's because the Minish Cap ones have this giant, you know, piles of dirt or rock all around mm. you and so but there's, still i was just happy to see them they're they're a fast shovel yeah. they're a very really fast all shovel. they do a designated shovel for designated areas fortunately they don't take up a slot that's great. no i will that was I, fun I, mm-hmm. I know we will get more items like that we will get things that they just are context sensitive and they will act when they need to and that's great if had it taken up a spot i would be saying different things about it <laughs> right mm-hmm. uh but we're gonna take a quick break when we get back we will see what else is waiting for us in this beautiful volcano more lava <laughs> hi it's me jeremy Parrish, co-host of the retronauts podcast the only video game history podcast that's been around so long it's also a part of video game history Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. I'm here to announce a special deal for all Chat of the Wild listeners. If you've had your eye on any of the pink variants of HyperX gear, you can now save 15% during the month of October, the spookiest month of all. Use code HXPN over at HyperX.com and get yourself an elegant white and pink cloud 2 or a metallic pink alloy Origin 60 or any other pink peripheral on the site. Once again, head over to HyperX.com and get 15% off all pink gaming products with code HXPN! (laughs) (laughs) 
everybody. My name's Tegan Somerset. I'm Rocky Hardy. And I'm Brian Cartwright. And we are Impossible Coin, a podcast about video games. Join us every other week as we discuss gaming news. Did you know he tried to smuggle $100,000 across the Canadian border? Genre differences. Sometimes it's your turn to press the button, and sometimes it's your turn to block. And deep lore. I have spent so long on this, Brian, you can't do this to me. We will sell you nothing and solve none of your problems, but we sure are fun. Impossible Coin. A podcast about video games. See you on Thursdays. Thursdays. (laughs) Take a time machine back to before the world went to hell around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. If you're cool enough, join us and listen to Less Than 2000. Because that's all we talk about. Adam and Chad live Less Than 2000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. So we're back. We have our digging mitts. We're ready to dig some more. Uh, one of the, the key things that we get with this is that some of those patches have a, a updraft that you can mm. open up and it'll let you reach up higher ledges. So that was a yeah. thing that was keeping us from a lot of different places, uh, that there were ledges that were just too high. And like Link doesn't even bother trying to climb them. This is like, I feel it's it's so out of reach that we just can't climb everything right like there's these there's these hints that remind me of breath of the wild oh yeah and then suddenly it's like oh but this is not that at all like they there's still so have not much figured that out here. yet because like we have these bits in here yeah where it's like this is an open area there's not a lot like leading you in any different direction you, you some of them are yeah like kind of especially here like these one way places we'll get to but like yeah you can see them like trying to experiment with it but it's just not there yet and it's still a little too linear but they're trying stuff and i kind of like what's i kind of like this area you know yeah for sure uh we go through here there's uh another little it, it there's a room full of those salamanders that it it's almost treated like it's a maze I it went. And I killed them all because I thought for sure a treasure tre- chest would appear or something. Right. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. But I, we have. I not... killed some toward the end just so it would make it easier to get the bombable wall. Sure. Yeah. That that makes sense too. It used to be a Zelda trope that when you would clear all the enemies out in a room. There could potentially be something. Um, I didn't mention it in the in the temple, but this was also really annoying to me is that our map is the map and the compass together. Mm-hmm. And in the first temple, there were there were like three treasure chests or something like that. There were there were so few treasure chests in this. And so that's something that's different that I guess it's like I'm going to complain. It's not something necessary to complain about. But as someone who's been playing all of these Zelda games there's like this mentality that I have going in there that it didn't happen. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm upset, but not in a way that like is reasonable, but I can talk about on a Zelda podcast. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad that like superfluous chests aren't everywhere. Um, that especially if they're filled with a thing, uh, that has a place in the original release and then gets filled with some other weird thing in an HD release. 
And even oh, then, sure. here's some stamps, gets, you know, uh, and then when that HD release, it, that thing goes away. Yeah, those things are now worthless somehow. Like, yeah, get rid of the extra chests that just have like 20 rupees in them. That's fine with me. God. Give me more keys and more doors and more choices. I will take that. Yeah, Tegan, when we played through Twilight Princess, it was constantly us opening up like a thing and just being like, oh, you get this stamp for Meverse. And it's like, <laughs> cool. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Meverse is dead. Like, we can't do, you literally cannot do anything with you it. You took my baby from me. Oh, no. And I wasn't, I wasn't playing the HD version. I couldn't but even I was use the it on that... Splatoon. I love Meverse. I love waking um, up in the morning with my coffee and checking me first. Mm. It was great. Uh, we go ahead, and one of the creatures tells us about a a different character, a character dressed like in black this time. They were saying they had these red people before. Now they have one in black. And I was like, ah, Zelda must have gotten a new shirt. Yeah, I was like, I was just like, who who are they talking about here? Like, I could not remember this. Um, we do come across another mysterious character. They show up and they're basically just like, come this way. Um, and they open a bridge for us. Uh, they do refer to us as the goddess's chosen hero. Like they, they know who we are, but not necessarily like our name. It seems like it's on our, it's on the back of our shirt. Yeah. It's on my, it's on the tag. You got to get close enough to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is they, also, I'm, I'm sure Tegan will have something to say about this later, but this is the first time we see. A human, another human on the surface? Uh-huh. Sure if is. you don't count Girahim as human, I guess. Well, he's, well, he's literally he's the, the demon, demon lord, king. so. Yeah. Oh, well. We we mm. don't count Girahim as a human. Okay. For what different say- reasons, but we don't count Girahim as a human. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please, fair, fair. Jeremy, please feel free to call him that. Demon okay. King. The demon please. king. I just like saying Garyheim. Um mm. He likes it when you say something else. Stop. Uh, <laughs> when, uh, when the when this mysterious person goes away, they they open up a bridge for us to go across. I did like the fact that when you go over there, you see the switch that moved the bridge. Mm-hmm. And we'll come across another bridge later where we do hit the switch and it comes across. But like they didn't have to put that there, but they did. Although it could have been, it very well could have been a different puzzle, or it could have been they just copied and pasted that like clump of of geometry and put it mm-hmm. over here as well. Um, but I want to just be like, oh, that they're putting in some effort to really make this world look detailed. They want you to feel smart, Jeremy. Remember, it's now a new game. I mean, I feel smarter than this game, that's for sure. Hmm. So, well, then it's working. Aonu <laughs> is really good at making you feel like you've figured out their the like puzzle yourself when really they're just directing you around the space. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I love <laughs> it. That's video games, man. I think that's good level design. Like, if I feel like I figured it out and I haven't actually, I've. It's like, I've connected the dots. You've connected nothing. I've connected them, you know? That makes me feel yeah. good as a player. It's, it's me and those that, dots go back. I connected them. Yeah. In order to feel that, I just have to, like, turn my brain off and just go along for the ride. And then I want to sit here and, and look at all the things and, and explore. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we do come across another funny 
part where there's a bunch of bokoblins and the one with the horn is up on top of a tower and you can <laughs> use the bomb to like knock the thing over and we get this just cut scene of it just being like and it just like falls down and it also creates a bridge for us so that's just a nice combination there speaking of bridges and uh you know Ree's assets you actually see one of those towers knocked down before you mm-hmm. get to that point Oh sure, next so to a hint, pile of yeah. bombs. Yeah. So uh, it was knocked a different way. Like if it had been knocked the opposite direction, it would have made a bridge across. But yeah. it, it it knocked it and 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 turned it into nothing. <laughs> um, you can come across. Uh, did you find the 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 mini game, the Thrill Digger? No, no, no. no. Aww, thrill thrill digger. digger. Yeah, doesn't it just roll off the tongue? How did I miss that? It's so good. Bill, what on earth? There is a, there is just a uh, bombable wall in one area that you can. It, it's kind of hidden. It's like between two huts, um, and you can go okay. into there. And this, this is where uh, Mister Tubert is, and. Mm. It it's it's kind of like Minesweeper. It's exactly but, like Minesweeper. Ooh. Yeah, it has the rules of Minesweeper, but like not. I mean, is I guess yeah, I guess I guess it's Minesweeper. Let's just say that. Um, and so you could still have the same thing in Minesweeper though, where you can pay money, you dig the first one, you dig a bomb, and it's game right. over. Mm-hmm. So that's something you have to keep in mind with that. Well, Zelda games, mini games, so fair as we found out. Well, most Zelda mini games have some way to cheat the system in the end, right? Like you, you mm. get there at first, and it's like, yeah, it's easy right now, and then eventually you'll get something that makes it a little easier for you to. Well, get. I mean, the Star Game is the only way to win is to cheat. That's true. Blue's yes. Kaboom! The oh my god, the things that go into breaking that to making the tool are insane. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about this. None of the shooting gallery games in Majora's Mask approach anything that could be considered fair, unless you have uh, gyro controls. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> then they're really fun, and it's a great game. Mm. Yeah. True. <laughs> now I just um, have the like shot music in my head. It's mm. great. Music. It's good music. <laughs> uh, good times. All you get is rupees from this, so you you guys aren't really missing anything. It's not like you're going to miss out on a heart piece or anything, but you could potentially get a lot of rupees from that. So that that's all you get from there. If you need the cash, you know, that's a good idea. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> There's always money in the volcano stand. Yeah, exactly. There's always money in the volcano game. <laughs> Uh, we do have these moments where you have to run up the sand hill and you you get one at first that is just like you, you're barely going to make it up there with all your energy. And then they just start amping it up more and more where they have like bokoblins at these ledges and then eventually there's bokoblins throwing boulders at you. And you'll have a ledge with a bokoblin up there that you may be trying to fight, not seeing on your left side, a boulder is just about to hit you and it just <laughs> knocks you off the ledge. And then you just go rolling all the way back down this hill. It was funny. At least like I took, I took very little damage from it. And I just like, I thought it was a laugh, right? It was just the funny. first boulder bokoblin. I saw him from a distance and I just 
pinged him with the um, the, the slingshot, slingshot and yeah. he uh-huh. rolls the whole way down. Mm-hmm. And yes, they. <laughs> it's really fun. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, I like these guys. Yeah, I mean, now that we have these digging mitts, we find a bunch of these little spots all over the place with a lot of rupees coming out of them. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, Mostly. there's some bugs. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, you'll do it and you just get like nothing. Like you'll do like three and nothing. And then the last one is like, <laughs> here's a green rupee. And it's like, why did you even bother putting this there? Why is this here? This doesn't make sense. I got a dung beetle at one point out yeah. of one of those. I, got, I had like three burst out of one at one point. Ooh, lucky I was like, you. I had to go chase those things down. I've only gotten one so far. So that was the only one. I found two earlier, but I couldn't. I couldn't make it. I couldn't. Couldn't get them in there. Mm-hmm. Couldn't. Couldn't uh, finish that one. I don't like that the game doesn't pause when you're going through the radio menu to switch to your net. Yeah, I don't like that yeah. either. Yeah, it's a little annoying. They, yeah, they should do that. That's that's a good point. There's no reason to not let us do that. So yeah, this isn't Elden Ring. This isn't Souls. Speaking of Souls, I wait. We talked about that bamboo guy for just a second, and that made me think that, like, mini games or, like, any of these kinds of things that you do is, like, it's like a Souls boss. Because when you fail and you gotta redo it, it's gonna take an eternity to get back to starting the thing again. Because you can't skip through any of the dialogue, you can't, and he's gonna have to sit there and tell you yada yada yada, the same stuff all over again. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to talk to him again to pay. And yada, yada, do you know the rules? Yes. Oh, I accidentally clicked. I didn't know that. Oh, yada, 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 yada. You know, and it's like this might as well be a loading screen between me and a Souls boss. That okay. is all. I didn't know. I didn't know where you were going at first, but I'll accept it. Yeah, I, I think I think it works in the end. It's just like this takes everything in this game takes forever. Um. Well, and yeah, in our version, they do they streamlined some of those things down. Like I, I did, haven't necessarily felt that like with the bamboo guy, he did. I, I think maybe they did cut down some of his text. You still have to, he doesn't just say, would you like to try again? You know, no, he still goes through that judges us. And tells you that like, you could get a longer sword. If you were a better person, you'd have a longer sword and it would be a little easier. Like, yeah. Okay. Gonna, but every, I want to try this multiple times. I feel like I got a bad, I feel like I got a bad one on the first one. So I want to try it again. <laughs> right. And I got a I got a bad one again. I'm like, okay, I could get the hang of this, but then he would have to tell me about how my long sword isn't long sword enough and and like again all of this stuff again. So I'm like, I'm out of here, man. Yeah, we we are against sword shaming on this podcast, so. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Anyway, uh we get up to this volcano and we eventually come across uh, a couple more of the magmas and they are talking about how they misplaced the key parts. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta yep. find key parts. <laughs> Time to douse. Um, yeah, we we get told by Fi that, like, oh, we can I can douse for that stuff for you now. And I'm like, I am not dowsing. I like I, I refuse to douse now. Like now that I know that it is optional this was a thing that mm-hmm. was brought up 
when this game originally came out, like dowsing was a thing that was criticized when it's like dowsing is there to help you if you get lost. It's yeah. not there. It's not mandatory. It's not something where you have to sit there and go through the bad first person view and just like walk around and stumble through that stuff. You don't have to do that. If you just look around the environment and like if you see something that looks a little different, go towards it, interact with it. That's what this game is for. And the dowsing is just there like, well, we don't want people to go on the internet, so we're going to try to put everything that we can on this to tell them everything that they could <laughs> they need. They still don't know the internet exists, so they're like, how will people have walkthroughs if we don't do this? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Nintendo would be like, they would hear that the, the people use the internet to like solve stuff in their games, and they were like, but children might go on the internet. There's adult things on the internet. We can't, we can't <laughs> let them do that. What if they find something dangerous? <laughs> What if they figure out how to pirate our games? Oh, no! <laughs> That's why they don't like the internet. Right. No, um, no, these are set up, like I, we were kind of talking about it before. These are kind of semi-open areas. They they have one-way paths through some of this spot. But, yeah, you could just kind of stumble around, look for stuff, and explore. I did end up dowsing from time to time, but for the most part, I tried to find my way through as I could. Um, at some point, feet does jump up and go, hey, you should probably douse through this room because it's real hot, so you should figure out where you're going first before you even go in here. And I'm like, <laughs> right. right, fine, I guess, but whatever. Don't get me started on that room. Don't well, right. I mean, we haven't gotten the various suit yet, so we can't go through there. Right. Uh, although, so yeah, as we're like going around, and I mean, because this is pieces, the next spot. Basically, you can go left or right, but if you go right, you will run into this room. Yeah, you have to go through this little area, but you walk into this area and you start catching on fire because it's so hot. The thing is. You do need to go into this area for a second. Yeah. <laughs> because there is a slide around the corner that takes you to another area. I spent so much time just like clearly this spot down there has something for me. But I like was just like I can't figure out how to get there and Fi told me it's too hot to go this way. So no. I won't oh, go there. No. She She's like you should go. But make sure oh, she, you know what's up. She says up. go. Okay, I. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, I, I just interrupted Tegan. No, it's just funny. It's just like, oh no, you gotta go though. You have to just run. You have to show your courage. Don't yep. run the wrong way. Set though. yourself on fire for a second. <laughs> oh right. yeah, but you could still just go the wrong way. You could still you run through it. It's not like Fi said, "Oh, we need." Or maybe she did. Did she say in some weird way, "Oh, just run around the corner real quick in this hot area"? She tells you to douse. Yeah, she says. She didn't uh, tell me to do anything until I got to the area that goes mm-hmm. deeper into the fire, and I was like, "Okay, to maybe it's cooler spot. past this room." And she's like, "Hey, you're gonna die if you go in there." <laughs> yeah, and like that would have been great to know five minutes ago. Like, she's like this is the wrong spot, right? Yeah, she does. Uh, basically, it's like, it's just... She basically goes like, "Hey, you got to be careful because this place is really hot, and if you stay here too long, you'll die." Maybe you should figure out which direction and, you're supposed to go. And then she just leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then bails on you. 
And then if you run to the door that BC ran to, yeah, she pops out and goes, not like that. Not like that. That's the wrong way. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Silly. 95% chance you're going to die. It's a 95% chance you're going to set yourself on fire. Good luck. <laughs> Look at you. You're already on fire, you silly sillykins. Look at you. In- anyways, tell me when we get to a place where I can skate. Yeah. Uh, we collect all these pieces. Uh, they, they're just like kind of all over the place. There's some bomb of walls. That that one fiery area is really, I think, the standout spot. There, there's one where there's like you uh, you can roll the bomb down one of the hills where they have one of those towers that you knock over. Then you dig underneath there. And then there's also a pinwheel on the ground that we can't do anything with yet. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, I got excited also, when I saw it. Yeah, I came across that. You can also find what is clearly a hookshot anchor mm-hmm. um, up on the wall there. So at some point we'll be getting mm. that, which I see those things and I'm always just like, I it's it's on one hand, it's like you guys are making it real obvious here, but on the other, we're going to get a hookshot. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, I remember coming back here the first time and just being like, this is this isn't a pain to get around, but it's not like it's not always fun to explore because you're trying you're trying to be like I want to find as much as I can while on this sweep before I have to go all the way down to the line to get in line again to go to the top of the mountain to ride the ride again. Mm-hmm. And and so like yeah, just just having to re to, to, the act of exploring this area means you have to ride the the ski lift back to the top right and it just it only gets harder going forward in the game yeah i uh i went through that's the the slide thing multiple times just cuz like i don't know i'm i'm still i have my complaints about controlling this game but i'm still really into it i'm just glad i'm always mm-hmm. glad whenever we start a new zelda game to be back in yeah. a zelda game and I'm, I'm always i'm just like yeah i want to collect i want to get all these rupees i went back up to the the sky multiple times just mm-hmm. be like what did those cubes get me okay cool i'm gonna go buy this thing from beetle i'm gonna go upgrade my shield again because my shield caught on fire as soon as i got to the volcano <laughs> i put that thing away <laughs> um, immediately but yeah no like i'm i'm doing all this stuff too i'm having a good time um, I'm just just pointing out the like. I know, I I know. Coming back here, it just this area never. It it's fun to explore. It's fun to play this game. I I think for me, but <laughs> I think maybe I I'm think having a me, good time. Maybe. But like sometimes this game is like Spirit Airlines at best. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. We'll figure it out, Brian. We'll figure it out together. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun at least figuring it out. <laughs> How well, we feel. they're figuring it out. That's what it is. And in the <laughs> next game, it's like, oh, all of these things are better because it's just open. <laughs> sure. Yeah. This is where we're going to wrap up this episode, though, after you collect all of those keys. Don't put the key in yet. Uh, oh. What? Did you do that already? Don't oh, say anything. No, I was just saying, oh. I put the key in, but uh I did not. I did. I went I went uh back up to the sky and 
putzed around for a while. I couldn't yeah, stop, I so I did this whole thing. Whoops. <laughs> I got excited. You couldn't stop. I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, uh, for the listeners, we are going to wrap up this episode. In the next episode, we're going to finish this dungeon here. Uh, when you're done with that, go back up to the sky. Go and see what you've unlocked, some things that you can do with uh, whatever mysterious item is waiting for us in the temple. Uh, and then we'll meet back here, and we'll talk about it on Chat the Wild. Bye.